Hey, welcome to the Council of Fathers podcast. Um, Dave and I are located in Boulder, Colorado, and we recorded this episode before the recent fires. And we just wanted to say that our hearts go out to anyone that was impacted by it. Hi, and welcome to the Council of Fathers podcast. Should I say, welcome back. I'm your host, Noah, and this is Dave. We're grateful to have you with us. We know you have a choice in your podcast listening options. Today, we have a special host, as you might be able to hear in the background. My six-month-old daughter, Netta, is here with us. She's offering us little hiccup sounds. And she is infatuated with the microphone. She really is interested in this microphone. Can't blame her. Today we're going to be talking about some principles for fatherhood. Dave, can you share and explain what what we mean by principles for fatherhood and how they came to be? Yeah, yeah. We were um, coming to the end of one of our cohorts, and I was out for a run which is where all the best ideas come from, as yes. you know. Yes, they do. And I was just sort of thinking about how we could summarize the six months of learning we had done together as a group into one short presentation. And I just started thinking about the key points that we had covered. Mm-hmm. And what came to mind were, bless you, bless you Netta. What came to mind were these one-line sort of aphorisms that sum up what we covered as a group. And I started texting you. Yeah. And, I got a cascade uh, of texts. Cascade of, and it ended up being 12 of them. And today we're going to cover the first three with you. Awesome. Awesome. I'm excited about this. I think, yeah, the ideas of, of principles, of sort of touchstones or to come back to um, <laughs> is that's what Netta thinks about that. Thinks about that it can be really helpful as a, just a, a mental tool. Yeah, and, and sometimes acting as a compass. We talk a lot about mm. ways to sort of return to what's important when we're fathering, and how we can get overwhelmed by life and drift from where we want to be and principles are reminders of where we want to return to yeah and i think that in a way they they stem from which is another big thing we'll probably talk about eventually on on one of our podcast episodes here or maybe even many episode podcasts absolutely yeah if if values are the direction we want to head principles are sort of the guideposts that help us get there yes yeah. sweet should we dive in what let's do you think you ready netta yeah. netta you ready you look ready let's do I it think she's ready so noah you want to take us into principle number one yes principle number one is to start with the man in the mirror i'm talking to the man in the mirror this is that was beautiful thank you yeah uh, indeed, a an ode to Michael Jackson, to the late Michael Jackson, the king of pop. 
and that song that he sang maybe maybe not the most uh best father out there in the world but he was a complicated character but that's besides the point the point is that we should always start with ourselves that we have the most agency over who we are and how we are behaving in the world and it is easy and maybe sometimes habitual to blame our children our partners our parents our who knows what uh for how we feel or how what a situation is bringing up inside of us but when we own that we have more capacity to to deal with it and and the other piece that comes into play here is is about modeling right if you go you go ahead the super highway for learning yes yeah this this is how kids learn we we somehow think that talking to them teaching them is the way that they learn but the reality is our kids are always watching what we do and they without even processing it without even thinking about it our kids mimic what we do wait a second dave are you telling me that if i yell at my kids to stop yelling that they're gonna learn to yell rather than to stop yelling it's crazy isn't it it is they watch you and then what do you see the very next day your kiddo doing the same behavior yeah that's how it seems to work we pick up what we see our parents do and starting with the man in the mirror is about really taking a good look at who we are and getting honest about what we are trying to teach our kids and seeing if we can adopt those Mm -hmm. you know when i think about my my son was having a hard time in, in school sort of being assertive and he would sometimes walk up to kids and ask if he could play and if they said no he would just drop his head and walk away and I can try to talk to him about that but I realized he's got to see me in dialogue with my wife and when I feel rejected I need to stay in dialogue he needs to see me Mm. not drop my head and walk away Mm. right that's much more powerful than trying to talk to him about it absolutely yeah I love the I heard once uh, more is caught than taught and that's kind of a way I try to remind myself like yeah that they're they're watching and you know they're picking up the good stuff like totally. oh you know dad's cooking dinner tonight um but they also pick up the the less good stuff i'm so glad you said that we we don't ever want to come across on on this podcast as doomsday you know your kids <laughs> are watching you beware always be on your good behavior your kids need to watch you mess up too right they need to watch you make mistakes and that might be the most important thing they see well especially if they get to see you fix 
what the mistakes that you made or exactly as, as best as you can exactly yeah repair modeling mm-hmm. repair allowing your children to see you fix what you've broken is so much better than avoiding breaking things totally so we're not trying to say make sure you don't make any mistakes out there we sure make mistakes yeah (laughs) that's that's a great way to learn and i i feel like that's a it's a whole topic that we might want to explore once just this this sort of tension and balance it came up in our council last night yeah the tension and balance between you know, striving to improve and be a better dad and recognizing that we're all humans, we're all going to make mistakes. And like, how do we, how do we walk that line between, um, yeah, just being okay with who we are as people, but also working to grow, um, you know, and not, not like that, that perfectionism thing is, is it can be problematic. Yeah. And, and something that also gets caught and taught. Right. And we, what do we want to model? We're constantly thinking, what do we want to right. model? Not as a, in a sense of urgency or emergency, but in a sense of this is a fun journey. Mm-hmm. And we know we're teaching as we go. So... What do we want to teach? Totally. It's just that these principles are, are meant to be light and easy to remember. And yeah, start with the man in the mirror. And I think that just, they act as doorways, right? We could, we could continue down this hallway, hallway of start with the man in the mirror, which we do in, in, in our council groups and the learning sessions, right? And hopefully you, some of you out there will, will hear this and think, oh yeah, like this would be a good conversation start. Maybe I'll talk to my partner about this or, you know, maybe I'll bring it to, to the next time I'm hanging out with a group of guys or to my journal, you know, who's the man in the mirror that I want to be. But on that note, I think we should move to the next, to the next principle. Principle number two? Principle number two. Is... It's never about what you think. Ain't that the truth? I wouldn't have said it if it wasn't. Mm. And there's there's sort of two aspects to this as well. You know, the the first part it brings up for me is that it's rarely about what you think it's about. When you get into an argument with your spouse or when you get into a, a, an argument with your kiddo, you always think that you're arguing about the thing that that triggered it, right? Like, you know, the way the dishwasher was loaded. <laughs> it's never about the way the dishwasher was loaded. Never. never. It, it's about something that you've been hanging on to and you haven't worked through yet in relationship it's it's almost always about something else mm-hmm. so it's not what you think mm-hmm. and the second part is is with the emphasis on the thinking right that we so there's this um the brain has these layers right and and it's the you've got the brain stem uh, which is really just about like the survival functions of the body and then there's this midbrain and the midbrain is 
all about you know the the emotional world but and the assessment of threat and safety and um and that's usually driving a lot of what's going on in our upper brain which is this this world of thought and and it's driving it often in a subconscious way unless we've done the work to like dive into it and like listen in and figure out what's going on and you know and so when my kid is putting up a fight about brushing his teeth at the end of the day your kid fights you on brushing his teeth and i'm like trying to at first i'm like okay we do this every day why does this have to be a fight or um you know your teeth need to be clean so you don't get cavity you know like all these rational arguments but you know what's likely going on for him and it probably differs from day to day it's like oh brushing my teeth means it's the end of the day it means that i have to go to bed and like that's kind of sad he's sad yeah. yeah he's sad that he's you know and so um can i address that directly by like acknowledging hey buddy are you are you feeling sad that it's time to brush your teeth because it means the day's over and and try to connect there or or maybe I can make it fun, make brush teeth brushing fun in some way to sort of extend the fun of the day. But if I, as approaching it kind of from what maybe is the underlying cause is going to probably lead to more <laughs> better places. You mean teaching him about gum disease and tooth decay is not so effective? I don't think so. Not for a four-year-old or a three-year-old or even a seven-year-old, really. Or a 46-year-old. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I picture, you know, the the proverbial icebergs. Like I, I picture two icebergs when I'm thinking about two people trying to work out something and you have just the tip of the iceberg above the ocean and for both people. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're trying to, we're ignoring everything underneath the surface and trying to sort things out just from this little tip above the the ocean and meanwhile there's so much going on so underneath much. for me the the adult and for my child yeah. and so how do i as a father get more skilled at knowing what's going on underneath the surface for me mm. and how do I listen for and elicit what's going on underneath the surface for my kiddos? Right. It's never about what you think. It's never about what you think. Number three. What's number three, Noah? Number what is three. principle number three? Principle number three is that control is the opposite of connection whoa yeah when fear is driving our our behavior i'm afraid of my kid getting hurt i'm afraid of being late to work i'm afraid of you know when there's sort of this fear valence on things then we're going to tend to try to control things so that the negative outcome that we're worried about doesn't happen and in that control, we're going to often sever the connection between the person that we're controlling. So um, I'm trying to control my kid to get him into the car so that we can leave on time. And, and in doing that, there, there's this disconnect that happens between us, right? 
I'm trying to control my kids so they stop jumping off the couch so that they don't get hurt and I don't have to drive to the ER. And as opposed to when we're kind of coming from that place of love and care, then it almost implicitly drives connection. And so, and in driving that connection, I can sometimes get the same outcome. And so for instance, how can I find out, like connect to my kid around, like we need to get into the car, like maybe make it a fun game or like what what is there that we can do there to, to make that or like, how do I connect to my kid um, so around jumping off the couch or whatever it is, right? Like, how do you connect? Is it true, Noah, that you're a you're secretly a puppeteer in your other life? Actually, I mean, it's funny you bring this up because I, I love I love puppets. I, I and I and I have a whole little like it's kind of embarrassing to actually like say that out loud in public. But, but you've got skills. I've seen you. Thank you. Yeah. I, it's actually a really it's been a powerful tool for uh, manipulating my children into doing what I want them to do <laughs> um, you mean I think what you mean Noah is a powerful tool in connecting yes, in a yeah. way that really works for the kids mm-hmm. and that's such a great example of helping your children do what they need to do through connection right. rather than through control right and it's playful and yes. it's fun and you use accents and different voices, voices yeah. and oh, it's, yeah. it's pretty pretty amazing it's pretty and it's fun i mean and that i think you know again that's where connection happens in the fun in the levity yeah in, in song and games and yeah it's funny i my daughter and i will get into you know blow out arguments together she's she's seven but she's and she's she's tiny you you know she's she's a very small body but a huge personality Mm -hmm. and we can lock horns and we'll go rounds and the way it always ends is we're hugging and telling each other how much we love each other Mm. right i mean that's what we both wanted all along right and and I'm trying to work myself and with her and with we try to work through this as a council too mm-hmm. with you know how do we skip how do we get to the connection without having to go through the whole all the rounds right because she will act out to get my attention that's a way of her trying to control. Mm. I will respond with authority. That's my way of trying to get control. Mm-hmm. But what we both want is to connect with right. each other. And, and there's something like, you know, I think we all want our, our kids to grow up with a sense of agency, with a sense of being empowered. Um, and just not with me (laughs) right with everybody else (laughs) and and there's something you know when i'm being honest with myself about what this some some of the situations where i really just want to control things so that they're the way that i want them and i'm using the fact that i'm dad and have that sort of power 
to make that so, right? There is actually something that doesn't honor my kids and 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 their like needs and desires in in certain circumstances and it certainly doesn't model going back to you know principle number one healthy conflict resolution you know oh and and i do think that there is a time and a place as the parent to just lay down the law and make you know have things be non-negotiable and if your kids running into the street right it's a good time to control right there yeah. yeah i mean and i think there are you know other sort of mind like less even life-threatening kind of situations yeah. but and kids need boundaries kids need boundaries absolutely and we talk a lot about this in the council because it turns out to be a little more art than science where how do you give your children a real sense of safety by providing boundaries, Mm -hmm. but ensure that you're also supporting their agency and also not setting boundaries as a means of avoiding connection, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's a point in which the boundary turns into control. Right. And control, as you know, is the opposite of connection. That's right. Yeah. And then you eventually end up watching your kids, if you have more than one, assert their attempt to control rather than to connect with their siblings and... Yeah, so try to wonder like why? Why? Where are they, did they get they, that where from? Where did they get that from? Because you know, we weren't modeling the behaviors that we want them to embody with the other people in the family. Yeah, which which is okay, Noah. Right, it's okay. We're not shooting for perfection. No, we are trying to do the best we can. Yeah, and enjoy the ride and make mistakes clean up our mistakes Mm -hmm. have our kids watch us make mistakes Mm -hmm. have our kids watch us clean them up and learn that that's what life is about Mm -hmm. it's not about trying to get it right it's about doing the best we can do and enjoying it and enjoying it right finding meaning in it Uh uh-huh when sometimes that drive to do it right can add a layer of stress that actually like hamstrings you and, and prevents you from being able to do it right because you're so focused on doing it right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. That was the first three principles. First three principles. Out of 12. Out of 12. So far, we've learned a bit about looking at the man in the mirror about starting local before going outward right how do we be the person where we desperately want our children to be then we talked a little bit about how it's never about what you think it's about never about what you think it is and that there's always something underneath always something underneath 
and there's always something underneath the thinking brain. There's so much more underneath that surface. And lastly, we talked about how control is the opposite of connection and um, how in sometimes our attempts to get the outcomes that we want or need, we try to control a situation and that can sever our, our connection with the people that we love most. Um, and now there is another way, which is to start with connection and um, move towards creating those boundaries that, that are needed. And there's nine more principles. There's nine more principles. And I can't wait to hear I what know. the next one is. Yeah. Well, you have to wait until our next, our next episode. I have to wait. And, uh, but we have show notes, right? So you can go to our website, counceloffathers.com, and there's going to be show notes there. So you can kind of look at this, review it, think about it, bring it up in, with friends. And if you liked the podcast and you do want to get those next principles, you should subscribe so that you get notified when the next episode comes out. And if you like, you could also share it with a friend that will help get the word out. And, or you could leave a review on iTunes or Spotify. So that also helps people find the show. And, and let us know what kinds of things you're thinking about, what kinds of things you are dealing with as a father. We'd love to talk about those too. I'm sure all the listeners would, would love to hear about those issues. And, and we sure would love to talk them through. Yeah, and if you have recommendations for guests that we could bring on for interviews, you can email all that to connect at counciloffathers.com. What was that? Connect at counciloffathers.com. You can also direct message us on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for listening and being curious and being a part of this little journey we're all on together of being dads. Keep up the good work, y'all. And we'll connect next time.